Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each individual. And for organizations, LHH provides consultative support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com today ken is away today and we've got two rounds of the moist line coming up this moment we're going to be talking to tracy park tracy park we've had on the show a couple of times before she's uh, running still for the uh, council district on the west side of los angeles uh, where i live um and it's a district that runs i believe from uh, mar vista and venice up through uh, brentwood and pacific palisades um and uh, it's, it's it's Bonin's district, Mike Bonin, and he he has caused a huge disaster. I mean, especially in Venice, you, you've seen what's happened, and it was because he's fanatical about allowing homeless people to do whatever they want. They can uh, uh, poop, pee, uh, inject drugs, snort drugs, uh, act insane. All the people with mental issues, all the people with addictions, were allowed to roam free, and Bonin didn't want to do anything to stop it. And finally, the pressure got so intense that he quit his job, and we have an election. And uh, Tracy Park is running, and so is a hand-picked successor to Bonin named Aaron Darling. Aaron is a man. And they finished uh, in a dead heat, uh, 100 votes apart, and about 31% of the vote each. 
and they're in the runoff to run in November. So we're going to talk with Tracy Park now, see how things are going. Tracy, hello. Hi, John. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm hanging in. Thanks. It's been a really crazy couple of weeks. Yeah. So uh, he's got, Darling has 9,760 votes, and they're still counting more. You have 9,669, so basically tied. And then there were uh, several other people who got um, two, 3,000 votes apiece. Uh, so how do you think the first phase of the campaign went for you? Well, you know, from my perspective, things went remarkably well. And, you know, I think when you keep in mind that when I started this campaign as a, a first-time candidate who didn't have ties to City Hall, we had a long road ahead. And I had to build a grassroots coalition across the entire west side of Los Angeles. We did that through hard work, by diving deep into the issues, by actually listening to constituents uh, around the district who for so long have not had an ally and an advocate at City Hall. And I think in a race as crowded as the CD11 race has been, our position you know, it, it really resonated with people. And I think that's reflected in where the votes came out on Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, you had very little name recognition, and you really built uh, quite an operation. I saw more more uh, Tracy Park online media and more Tracy Park signs around it, more people talking about you than uh, <laughs> any of the other candidates, uh, with the possible exception of Aaron Darling. He obviously has a following. You know, after after all the the disastrous news of the last five years, especially with the crime and the homelessness, um, what is the appeal of Darling? Do you think is there any way to peel off some of those voters? What what they actually want this? I, I, know, I'm just, I'm I, just stunned because it's just such an awful way to live. The, the, the atmosphere that Bonin created. I'm wondering, what is the appeal to some of these people? You know, I think some, some aspects of it really are a head-scratcher to me as well. And, you know, a head-scratcher to all of the voters that, whether it was a vote for me or another candidate who didn't come out of the primary, it, it seems as though there is a widespread desire for change. And I do think that that is a majority of the voters in the district. But I also am mindful of the fact that, you know, this is a district that has historically, you know, voted for, you know, very progressive ideas. And I think there's a lot of apathy. I mean, when you look at the voter turnout, only about 15 percent, you know, that at some level, that causes some consternation. You know, I, it, it seems as though for folks that are living in high high fire risk zones and for people who are living in areas where crime has detrimentally impacted the communities, that would have driven higher voter turnout. And I think in many ways it also speaks to, you know, how well organized um, some of those more radical left constituencies are across. Yeah, the I just don't so, know when being liberal morphed into 
anything goes when it came to tolerating crime and tolerating the behavior and antics of the of drug addicts and 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 the and the mental patients i mean i mean some of the stuff going on in venice was just shocking and draw job draw dropping and scary i mean you know all the stories there's a woman who lost her house and her dog burned to death inside you had homeless people starting fires in the hills of pacific palisades you had that poor uh, young woman who is from pacific palisades who was stabbed to death at the furniture store I mean, these are these are s- stories that you never heard of, especially in in these parts of town. And I, I can't believe that 100 percent of the people aren't shocked to their core of, about the ramifications here. What happened on on the boardwalk in Venice for months and months? I mean, what like what does it take? That's not yeah, liberalism. I mean... That's just anarchy. <laughs> I, I agree, and you know the the lawlessness and the disorder around so much of this has, I I think it really has propelled a a shift in terms of where folks are on the issues. And, you know, we've got a long way to go to November to see, you know, ultimately where things shake out with this. But again, I just keep coming back to the numbers and I look to see when you add up all of the candidates together and the votes that were cumulatively against the status quo that are in favor of change and restoring some common sense to how we're approaching these issues. I do believe it's a majority of, of, of the district, but getting to those voters, getting the message out, encouraging their participation are going to be absolutely essential between now and the general election in November. You've been running about a year and this is your first race, right? You're, you're a newcomer to, uh, Competitive That's politics, right? right? Yep. yep. Uh, and My you're first time. you're an attorney. That's by trade. Um, yes. What what surprised you campaigning for a year? What did you learn that you went, "Wow, I didn't know it was like this. I didn't know I'd have to do this." <laughs> well, to be perfectly honest with you, the the learning curve has been significant from day one, and. You know, every day I I learn something new. I hear a different perspective. I find another compelling argument. But what really struck me the most was actually the consistency that I heard around the district with the level of frustration, feeling as though there was an elected official in the CD11 seat that was not engaging with constituents on any issues and advocating for his own ideological beliefs at City Hall and and not what the voters and the residents and stakeholders in the district were asking for. And out of the hundreds of community meetings that I have done over the last year, that has been a pervasive theme in every single one of those conversations. Yeah, I mean, seventy percent of the people did not vote for uh, Bonin's uh, endorsed replacement, so that, right. that that's a that's a good sign. There's at least seventy percent that didn't listen to him and didn't automatically uh, choose your opponent. There, um, what what's what's just for people maybe on the west side listening and really all over, give give a quick rundown of how you'd like the city council. And the mayor to handle homelessness and crime. What are the changes that you envision? What are you going to be advocating and fighting for? 
So let me separate the issues a little bit, um, although there is certainly some overlap um, between them. So let's start with the public safety issues. You know, in 2020, when LAPD was defunded by $150 million, we lost about 800 police officers. And the result of that was elimination of things like our homeless outreach and proactive engagement or HOPE team, our human um, trafficking and sexual assault teams. We had reduced resources for things like patrol, narcotics, gang prevention and intervention. Um, And our mental evaluation unit, which partners with clinicians from Department of Mental Health. As a result of that, we have seen just fewer resources available across the city. Um, And at the same time, we were seeing a massive spike, particularly in violent crime around the city. So I am really interested in investing in our public safety partners and ensuring that they have the staffing and the resources and the tools that they need to keep our communities safe. You know, we can have a lot of discussion about where, when, and how to best deploy those resources. But at the end of the day, there have to be the bodies to do the work that needs to be done. So I've been very clear about this from the beginning of my campaign, that public safety is something that is very important to me. And and for all the reasons that you've described, right, there's not a day that goes by that we don't have some other egregious incident of, of crime, uh, whether it's, you know, this is, uh, over Memorial Day weekend, there was a, a shooting at Lincoln and Washington, 30 rounds fired. You know, I live right there. And so, especially here in Venice, where that has become pervasive. So those were issues that were very important to me and I believe are very important to a majority of voters in the district. You know, when it comes to homelessness, this is a very complex human problem. And there's no simple or easy solution to it. What we do know is that patchworks of encampment all over the district and all over the city isn't working for anyone, not for the residents, not for our business community, and certainly not for people who are living in the encampment. So I would advocate for sort of a phased approach to this. Step one, identify locations where camping is permitted and not allow camping around schools and parks and libraries and on our public beaches. Step two would be to invest in emergency shelter and transitional housing. And step three is to continue to build adequate, supportive, and permanent housing for people who need it. And for too many years now, our city has only been focused on that aspect of this. But the reality is those projects are all over budget. They're over schedule. Oh and frankly, you know, we're those, they're a decade down the pipeline. Tracy, and we just simply don't have that much time. Got to take a news break. We'll have you on again soon. Thank you very much for your time. John, always great to talk to you. Have a great weekend. All right. Tracy Park running to replace Mike Bond and John and Ken. We got the moist line. Yes, it's that time. 877-MOIST-86. 877-MOIST-86. Hey, this is John. 
And this is Ken. We're so excited to hear from you. It's about time. Yo, this is California. We're the best ones out here. Years ago, we were sending toilet brushes to Tony Villar to clean the toilet to City Hall. How about now we start sending shovels to yoga pants so they can start digging water reservoirs? What would happen <laughs> if we had like a day where nobody went to work nobody got on the road nobody bought gas at the gas stations everybody just stayed home and kept the roads and freeways empty you think uh, the gas companies would make any money a big reason why lifeguard and a lot of other good paying jobs that are involved with safety have so many openings is because of all the candidates who can't pass a freaking drug test the NBA Finals, if you watch them on TV, the games that they play in San Francisco, oh, they show, like, all these videos of happy people walking around and everything. They pick and choose the craziest places that barely exist outside of that one road. They just lie and everything is fake. It's not beautiful San Francisco. I'm a security guard at a local warehouse, and guess what Amazon wants us to collect? They want the VIN number of the truck, the license number of the truck. They got about three columns of environmental information that they want. That's just before we check them in. So you're talking to the environmental police. The road from Miami to Fort Myers is called Alligator Alley. The key to a more accountable police force is a better employed and better paid police force. So I, I feel like the key is, is more police, better funding, but more accountability to go along with it. If you cut the police down, then they're not going to have enough to do the job right. This is for the vegan girl. I just saw a license plate that said meat, heart, R, so meat lover. I think you would love to get picked up at an Uber by that guy. I think I figured out why the uh, signatures are lagging on the Gascon recall. I think every citizen left in the area has signed it. Gascon is not only vile, he's a liar. Maybe I just haven't seen everything, but it seems like not one police department has made a statement saying that they would do better than uh, those guys in Texas. Not one police department saying that, you know, we will try to do better if something like that happens. I guess they do plan just to stand around and do nothing if they're going to be in danger. Now the CDC comes out with a warning about monkeypox. We're supposed to stay away from sick people. I mean, God, I, I didn't even know that. I mean, I'm supposed to stay away from sick people. One thing that they don't mention much is traveling fuel through either trains or, or vehicles is more dangerous than a pipeline. And they refuse to acknowledge that. George Gascon needs to go now. I have been in California for the better part of 15 years because of my job, but I see it's going down every day. We need to get this guy gone now. I work as a construction worker here in Southern California, a lot of times at elementary schools and uh, schools in general. And we worked at an active school today where all the gates are just dummy locked. Anybody can come in inside, inside, outside these uh, gates with these little elementary school kids. So we already know Garcetti's not going to be the next ambassador to India. Why don't we make him a safety ambassador on the metro? So the unarmed metro security detail, they're in charge of pee and poop, which means they're on duty duty. I want to know who's going to stand up against China. Finally, you guys are talking about what everybody else is talking about, what everybody else is seeing except you two guys. 
you think the Secret Service is taking care of the motorcade route that old Joe's going to take from the airport to the convention center to cover up all of the gas price signs along the way? Thank you for leaving your message. Please hang up. Goodbye. There you go. Round one of the voice line. What did that uh, uh, the guy... Vegan uh, girl. Addressed to you as vegan girl? Yeah. yeah. What was he trying to... He, he said that he saw a car with a license plate that said meat lover and that I would like to get picked up by that Uber. <laughs> <laughs> Uber driver. Oh, he was suggesting... Yeah. I see. Woo-hoo, yeah, baby, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, your husband eats meat, right? Yes. All right. Okay, well, I'm not on the market, number I one. Mean, finding a <laughs> vegan guy outside of Mark Thompson is really tough. Yeah, I know. You know, I mean, you couldn't restrict yourself that way. You'd yeah, just, I know, but I'm married. You, you, I'm not looking for No, but I mean, right if now. you were on the market, if, I, if you were okay. going to have that as a requirement. I'm going to go after, I'm going to love somebody because their license plate says meat eater. Well. No. <laughs> that would be a big no. <laughs> All right, more coming up. In fact, we're going to play you a clip of, from um, the Daily Caller, uh, a reporter named Jorge Ventura. Uh, stood at the border at 4.30 in the morning in Yuma, Arizona. You're not going to believe what he saw. And uh, the New York Post has a story about the huge amount of fentanyl coming over the border as well. There is an underreported disaster happening every day over there. Just uh, another success. Of, uh, of feeble old Joe. We'll get into it. Another round of the Moist Line coming up on the John and Ken Show. We've got another round of the Moist Line coming up. One of the one of the many... <laughs> I'm frustrated by everything. One of the frustrating things is um, uh, you, you, you get news coverage of something for a while. It's hot. And then it goes away. And the problem just keeps going on and on and on and getting worse. And nobody covers it anymore. Nobody Nobody takes any action. And, you know, the migrants are still pouring over the border every day, every hour. Uh, a reporter with the Daily Caller uh, took video uh, on Venezuelan migrants, along, many, along with many other people, crossing into Texas illegally in Del Rio. Uh, agents have encountered 68,000 migrants in six months. That's quadruple the number from a year ago, 68,000. And Wednesday in an hour, they apprehended 90 Venezuelan migrants. Not a joke. And they, uh, of course, you know what, what the, uh, the troopers help the migrants and start processing them. Uh, one line in this story, one migrant told the Daily Caller that he was happy to escape the socialism back in his home country that is ruining the lives of middle class citizens. Uh huh. Well, welcome to the socialism here that's ruining the lives of middle class citizens. You're, you're going to enjoy your stay. Things will seem familiar. Um, here is a, some audio from this reporter, Jorge Ventura, field reporter for the Daily Caller. He's at the border where four to 500 people were crossing 4.30 in the morning in Yuma, Arizona is where this took place. We're actually on the other side of the fence here. Just to run and see where the route is. And if you guys see here, see how look at look at all the migrants that just climb up. I mean, they're just running in from Mexico in here. And this man here in the Jersey, I mean, I don't know who he is, but he seems like he must be facilitating. He's facilitating a lot of this. I mean, look at all this. And they just continue coming. They've, I mean, we're up to almost 400, 500, and we're at four in the morning. 
Look at this, a massive amount of groups. We're meeting Indians, Persians. India? Look, India. Uh, Persians, Brazilians, Cubans, Venezuelans. Look, this is... And look, they just, they, they're just climbing up and into the United States, walking right past the border wall. We've ne I've never seen anything like And they just, they just keep coming. They're coming out of the brush, so right, right across from us is Los Algodones, and they're just coming out of the brush here. I mean, by the, the hundreds. I mean, we're already at 400 here, 500. And they just keep coming in. We just met a migrant from Georgia, so also Eastern European. I mean, look, we got the little girl over here. Oh, she's gonna let Don't hurt us. It's non-stop here and all the border patrol now has to focus on all these all these migrants that they're now they're now apprehending here. So all the local resources are are, are gonna be focused directly on here and they're I mean the day just started here we're around approaching 4.30 in the morning, so Border Patrol will be busy here all night, and we'll keep you updated here from you, my Arizona. All right, that's Jorge Ventura for The Daily Caller. And this is what's been going on for months and months and months, a year and a half now, uh, among the migrants that he encountered in Yuma. And I guess uh, before that, he was in uh, Del Rio, Texas. Uh, Colombia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Peru, Venezuela, Georgia, Russia, India, what kind of organization is able to uh, collect people from all over the globe and get them all in one group to cross the border? What, what I mean, that's a pretty sophisticated organization because these people have to come from, what, 10,000 miles away and end up in the right place in Mexico to come over the border. They have to join the, uh, the caravan. Boy, that, that's an unreported story there. But the cartels are making billions of dollars uh, off the drugs. I mean, there's a story in the New York Times that Mexican drug cartels uh, are using all the chaos at the border to smuggle thousands of pounds of fentanyl into the country uh, because the Border Patrol agents are too busy dealing with the migrants and they're not looking for the fentanyl. According to Robert Almonte, a security consultant and former deputy chief of the El Paso Police Department, he talked to the New York Post. He said border agents are not getting the support they need from the federal government to stop the flow of fentanyl, which is killing thousands of Americans. Yeah, 100,000 people died of opioid overdose last year. More than 90 percent of the 10,000 pounds of fentanyl seized occurred at Border entry points in California and Arizona, areas where 30% of the migrants are coming to the U.S. So most of the fentanyl that's killing Americans is coming through these border sites, and there's no personnel to stop it because of all the illegal aliens. In areas like New Mexico and Texas, um, there have been only 5% of the total seizures of fentanyl, they they have they have less uh, they they have more migrants going through those areas, and they're overwhelmed. Seventy percent of the migrants come through uh, areas like New Mexico and Texas. Um, they've encountered more than one and a quarter million migrants along the border so far this year. The Sinaloa cartel is producing the fentanyl. Uh, this is the cartel controlled 
used to be controlled by El Chapo before they threw him in prison for life. Uh, the fentanyl is cheap to manufacture. Mexican labs operate around the clock. Uh, the chemicals to make fentanyl are imported from China. It produces fentanyl in pill form and then is added to heroin and cocaine to increase their potency. And uh, 108,000 overdose deaths in the last few years. And fentanyl is a big part. According to Almonte, we're losing more people to fentanyl overdoses than guns, suicides, and traffic accidents combined. How, how, how about that? For all the talk about the gun violence, all the talk in L.A. with Garcetti's silly vision zero, zero traffic death ideas, uh, fentanyl kills more people than guns and suicides and traffic accidents. Nothing's being done about it. What? Just what chaos. What a disaster. More coming up. John and Ken show. We're going to have another round of the moist line ahead. KFI AM 640. Neil Savager is going to be in for Tim Conway tonight. Talk to him in a couple of minutes. Uh, we also have uh, the moist line uh, momentarily. I was just looking at it because they just posted this thing. The story I was telling you about before uh, the commercial break. Uh, the enormous amount of fentanyl pouring over the Mexican border here into California as well as Arizona and Texas. And um, it says that most of it comes through commercial and private vehicles, through regular checkpoints. And they found, they found drugs stashed in the cargo of commercial trucks and tucked into the door panels of private vehicles. They have had fentanyl strapped to or inside the bodies of pedestrians. They, they use backpackers, Mexican couriers, who race the, across the border and drop knapsacks with the fentanyl at predetermined locations. Uh, and it, the, the, the cartels got this really well organized. Last year, dogs sniffing in El Paso found fentanyl strapped to a 30-year-old man's groin. Oh, you don't you don't want all those drug dogs suddenly getting agitated around your around your uh, parts there. Border agents also stopped a 48-year-old woman uh, after an officer noticed nervous behavior and they found narcotics within her vaginal category uh, vaginal cavity, excuse me, or her vaginal category, either one, both places. So she's got she's got uh, she's got op she's got fentanyl stuffed up there. Good lord! Um, just on Wednesday, they they seized three hundred forty thousand dollars worth of fentanyl, twenty two pounds, at a bridge in Texas. Yeah, but it's just a fraction of what's uh, of what's coming over the border. Fifteen thousand migrants are gathering in southern Mexico uh, in a big caravan. Uh, Chinese criminal gangs have worked hand-in-hand -hand with Mexican cartels uh, to bring uh, computer maintenance and veterinary services. Veterinary services. Uh, I, guess, I guess for the migrants. Uh, and China's just not enforcing its fentanyl regulations. So the ingredients for meth and fentanyl are sent to the drug manufacturers in, in Mexico, and then it's shipped over here and kills the Americans. And very little is being done to stop it. Otherwise, everything's fine. No need to get upset. All right. 877-MOIST-86 is the uh, 
is the Moist Line phone number. You can call it all week, 24 hours a day, and uh, say whatever you want to say about your frustrations with the world. 877-MOIST-86. Let's have another round. Hey, this is John. And this is Ken. We're so excited to hear from you. It's about time. There is not enough money in this entire world to have me do the job where you go up to a man in Union Station who just his pants and you ask him to please pull them up because ladies might be around and they might get a little upset. That is disgusting. I always cut traffic by blasting right down the green lanes. If I ever get pulled over, I'm going to tell him my car identifies as a bicycle. The world is an incredible <laughs> mess. So there were people stabbed to death? At a, at a hospital, but my gosh, when are we finally going to just, you know, ignore the special interests and make knives illegal? The Califreak Show government are morons. There's 83 billion trillion Delta smelt in the California aqueduct system. They live there doing what smelt do. They smelt. When are we going to get all these Calderons and these Hertzbergs, all these political families, to kick these fools out of office? This is ridiculous. I just don't understand why people don't want a billionaire in there. If he's done something right in his life, now maybe he can do something right in other people's lives. I don't know. I don't I don't get it. We're giving away this country. No, the Democrats are currently pushing <laughs> that the uh, age to buy guns be raised from 18 to 21. Yet they're always pushing for the voting age to be lowered from, you know, down to 16. Go figure that one. Please shut the f*** up. Just wanted to let you know that Kamala Harris is in beautiful downtown Monrovia right now. The longer it takes to count the votes makes you start to wonder whether there's some funny business going on. They should realize that and try to get these votes counted as much as possible. You lazy morons in Council District 11. You had one job. Just mark your ballot for Tracy Park and drop it in the mail. But no, you'd rather spend all day whining on next door than bother voting. Now we have to worry about Bonin's clone in November. Who are the people that get polled? Like, I've never been polled before on who I'm voting for. I don't know She's anyone right. that's been polled before. I, I feel like... I feel like my voice needs to be heard, you know? Newsom won the California election by 60%. That's so darn insane. The guy is a wingnut, and he's rich, and he's f***ing crazy. What the hell is wrong with the people in California? Do they like spending all this money just to have a place to live, put gas in your car, and buy food? It's insane. God, get him out. You know, I'm getting real tired of going to the gas station getting in the ass every time I fill my tank. No, I don't want a stupid electric car. I love my big SUV, and I'm not going to get rid of it. Thank you for leaving your message. <laughs> Please you go. hang up. <laughs> Goodbye. Local environmentalist. All right, 877-MOIST-86 is the number you want to be on next week. 877-MOIST-86. Conway off. Neil Savage is here. Ah, hey, thanks, fellas. Hey. That's my Conway. <laughs> ah, thanks, fellas. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> it never matters what you say. You no. can say you smell like a dirty fish. Yeah, oh, thanks, fellas. He has exactly the same reaction <laughs> yeah, every night. It doesn't matter. I have a feeling he's like that at home as well. Right. Hey, welcome home. Hey, thanks, fellas. I'm going to the back. Where's my bar? <laughs> yeah, that's a guess. I don't know for sure. Hey, you believe in, in extraterrestrial business that, that we've been visited? 
No. Okay, I don't either. Because I, I don't know how they'd get here. That's the whole point. <laughs> it's like the, I think a lot of this stuff kind of uh, was, you know, in the 40s when we knew a lot less. Right. And and I mean technologically a lot less. I think we knew, knew a lot less about the building blocks of life and all those mm. things. I mean, I could see somewhere out in the universe other life forms. Sure, but, but they're getting here? Yeah, right. There's Like, there's... why are they smarter than us? How come we're not the smart ones? <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> no, never mind. I hear you that's answer a, that question that, on a daily basis. That, that's a long answer. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, NASA is studying these uh, UAPs, these unidentified aerial phenomena. We'll talk about that. We've got Corporal... Chris Lewis coming on from the uh, Pomona Police Department. You hear about that story where some wingnut stole $7,000 worth of charity toys for kids at Christmas? No. In Pomona. Yeah. There was, they had a uh, oh. container. Yeah. So Of all the things to steal. You know, the KFI, as you know, the audience are super charitable and giving. And maybe we can re replant some of that those Christmas toys for them. Wow. We'll get in. Uh, you know, it's easy to steal almost anything these days. Why would you go for the Christmas toys? I don't know. Just, People are know, stealing gas. I One guy I, yeah. filled the gas container that he would have in front of his house up with water because it kept being stolen and he thought it was a neighbor. <laughs> and then he saw his neighbor on the road uh, <laughs> with the lights flashing. <laughs> so, like, talk about confirmed. And then there's someone here at KFI who's got a squatter living with them. Is that right? Who will not who will not leave. We're going to try and get a tenant lawyer on at 7 and figure that out. And then Alex Michelson is coming on. It'll be a fun show. That happened to friends of ours, too. That's the scariest thing in the world. Like, I mean, you think about gangs. You think about all these things yeah. being scary. A squatter scares me, I think, more than anything. And they have a lot of rights. It yeah. took a long in time California. for our friends yeah, to pry them out. Uh, I always tell my family when they come over, I say, you want to see the guest room? And they say, yeah. I go, we don't have one. <laughs> no one, no one's That's staying, right. and certainly no one's staying more than a couple days. That's right. Because yeah. I don't want some law, California law to creep in that they, I don't they, know about. They bring a lawyer yeah. in. and Mom's here for how long? <laughs> All right, Neil Savedra in for Conway next. Uh, we got Mike Crozier in the news, KFI, KOST, HD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. We think your music should play nonstop. Ironically, we're stopping it to tell you that Southwest has the most nonstop flights in California. We also think changing your travel plans should be as easy as changing songs. That's why we don't charge you change or cancel fees. When you're ready to go, go with heart. Book now at southwest.com. Based on total number of DOT published nonstop flights to and from California from the period from 2-1-2023 to 8-14-2023 compared to all other airlines as of 1-20-2023. No change fees, but fair difference may apply. Failure to cancel a reservation at least 10 minutes prior to scheduled departure may result in forfeited travel funds. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today.